0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is rest Making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garnison. He is the pyramid. Run Florence. It's
1: going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the
2: comedy and the money. money. Baby. How much in you can blend and
3: his
0: partner. <laughs>
3: Um, from Echo City to Beef Community I've got stories that are going to blow your mind
1: Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft My name is Rab Florence <laughs> And I am joined as ever With the wonderful The Machine From Stephen Sheen he sent it, Rob. You're right. It's Gredo himself, the father to be, the radio star, the star of Scott Squad, the star of Two Doors Down, the star of lest we forget, Test Drive. Yep.
3: Test
1: but drive. he wore a new tracksuit every week. I'm
3: Geredo,
1: do you have your trackies for Test gear in the Husuna? No, I think I'd, I think you've asked me this. Would you wear one of them next week for us?
3: I don't have no honestly, I had to get them back. Oh,
1: that's right, you give them all back then. I you? had to get
3: them back, but there was a woman the woman at the Q8 garage was serious, she wanted to buy a few after me. I says, I've not got them, I had to hunt them back. So, Fucking
1: BBC, well, welcome everybody to the show. Uh, like I said, my name's Rab Florence. This is a wrestling podcast, and we are going to be talking about wrestling, aren't we, Gredo?
3: I. but you, what are you, what are you then?
1: I've been filming. I was filming a day. I was filming a new BBC sitcom series called The Scots, uh, which is about a a Scottish family and their ups and downs, their turmoil and their tribulations and their their disasters and their joys.
3: Can I ask you a question about it? Yes, brother. You know how sometimes, brother, the pilot airs and then... The the you know the network make telling her and go gonna kind of change that character. Are you gonna do that? Is there any changes that you're allowed to tell us for the for the for the pilot? No, there wasn't really
1: any changes to be honest. They they kind of let us just go it and uh, we made some changes ourselves. But uh, just just you know, I think it's going was going to be better than the pilot. It's going to be better than the pilot. So uh, check it out when it comes out. Of course, uh, wrestling connection there is uh, Jack Jester, uh, the wrestler, or ICW. Uh who had some incredible matches with former WWE champion uh, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Uh um, fantastic wrestler. Uh, he is part of the cast, prominent part of the cast, important part of the cast. He's buzzing for it. So you need to be watching that. He does one earn push-ups in the show. We're looking forward to <laughs> let's is that see-
4: why Gredo didn't get the gig grab
1: <laughs> No, I mean look, Gredo is we couldn't afford Gredo. Let's let's uh, just be clear uh, here. Yeah, let's just on. be clear. Um, now let's go back to see what the punters are saying. Let's see what the punters are filling us in with this week. Do you got any news, Grado, before we move on? Hey, on, the, your big I... news last week?
3: No, but do you know what? I've been watching the old wrestling on old YouTube. I don't want to take up too much time, right? But I swear to God, right? Do you know what? I tend to notion notiony watching backstage things and unaired things, right? So mm-hmm. I've this WCW channel now. I, I straight away messaged. Ian Andrew Dice, Clay to see if he'd seen this. Of course, he'd seen it. He's been in tap it. But do you know, I sat for about four hours watching. There's obviously a guy that worked for WCW in the 90s, right? right? And he records the hour before the show starts. So you're basically watching nothing for the first 40 minutes. And then the dark match comes out. Dave Penzer comes out and goes, Ladies and gentlemen, I want to do WCW. We want to make sure that everyone's safe. No lizard pens. And I swear, I watched a good four or five of them which it just intrigues me. I love all that. And it made That's me, the good
1: stuff, in it? That's the good stuff, seeing that stuff.
3: It made me buzz to get back on shows. Let's see just that whole... What, I mean, I, I don't know if... I don't think there's any better feeling as a wrestling fan when you walk into an arena and you see the ring and the lights are off. It's that kind of magical, oh, my God, this is the cool. The anticipation,
1: I mean, the anticipation.
3: The anticipation and then how it starts. And um, there was another thing that I watched, right? Because I started watching, there's a there's a YouTube account that's oh me, there's a YouTube account called Handheld Cams right, and it's all the that it's all the house show stuff. Yep. And I watched this cracking match that you need to watch. That so it's it's like a it's a camp match. It's a camp. So what happens is it the match is the is Lauderdale in May two thousand and two. It's one of the last WWF shows, mm-hmm. right? And it's Hogan and Rock. On a house show versus Cut Angle and Chris Jericho, and it's amazing. It's a guy that's in the crowd. And just the, the noise you hear the, the, the entrance music, the boo you know the stuff that you don't see in telly, you know, like Jericho going up boo and Hogan posing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a simple match, it's just middle it's just such a just a kind of normal match, a couple of hot tags. The crowd are amazing, and it's just a basic match, but because of who's in it, it's fucking tremendous. Go out your way to watch this match, man. I've watched it twice since Sunday night.
1: Beautiful. I'll I'll watch it. I love that kind of stuff. It's brilliant. I love that kind of stuff. Let's see what the punters are saying. Ian, go in touch. No way, Ian Connell, who I work with, just another guy called Ian. He says, your stories about boxing Glasgow that other week uh, reminded me of the newspaper headline, "Burniston Rab flushed with excess after he spent the night sleeping in the toilets there, he then proceeded to chronicle the whole story on Twitter. That's right. That was um, the time I got absolutely pushed in the yep. And Right, let me tell you the story, right? <laughs> because a mere time has passed, the mere I think about this, and people, and I've thought to myself, people are going to think I was like on drugs or something, right? That's, that's what I would assume. See, if I was reading that somebody had crashed out in the toilets somewhere, that's what I'd assume. But actually, I was just absolutely steaming drunk, right? And I was in... And I was sitting on the toilet pan with the seat down, texting people, right? So I was texting Jen and all that, and I was texting people. Um, and then the next thing I knew, I was just fucking, the lights were out. <laughs> like, genuinely, I was, like, sending texts, and I was, like, leaning back and kind of laughing and sending texts to people and bamming people up, knowing <laughs> that, and then it was pitch
3: black. Did you Were you, were you chronicling this on Twitter at the time?
1: No, no, because I woke up and I was like, oh, my God. And I went and I walked and I opened up the door of the toilets and I looked out and it was just a dark, empty pub. And and what time time was this? And uh, what time would this have been? It must have been at this point about maybe six in the morning or something like. (laughs) And and I went like that, right, I'm going to have to, I'll go. And I went out into the pub. And first of all, I went, I know I'm fear to walk out of this toilet in case (laughs) there's an alarm on, right? Um, there's an alarm sensor that fucking goes off. So first of all, I had to kind of slowly kind of edge it and I was looking for any wee blinking red lights to see if and then I was doing the, hello, hello. <laughs> well, I was in fucking Scooby-Doo, right? <laughs> and then I went to the I went to the front door and I, I went and I tried the front door and I was like, oh, fuck, it's locked.
3: That just gave me the fear.
1: I'm locked in here, right? Mm. And then, so then I was like, oh, what the fuck am I going to do? What do you, like, what are do you doing? There's no... Na- you know what I mean? You've had no prep for what you do in a situation like this. It's no like people go to you, right? See if you ever get fucking fall asleep and get locked in a pub, right? I said you phone this number. And then there's the protocol. So I was like, what am I gonna what am I gonna do here? And I thought the only thing I can do here is fucking style it out, make a joke here. Style it out and make we'll get the fucking punters involved. That's what I thought. <laughs> that was my first reaction. Let's get the fucking punters involved. You know, I'm fucking, you know what I mean? That's showbiz. Bye. I was like, I'm gonna start working it. We about- start working it, man. That's wrestling, baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was like, I start working the gimmick here. But in truth, I was kind of like, this is a fucking nightmare, right? And then so I went back into the toilet and I was like, oh, and then I was like started tweeting it as if it just happened, right? So that was a bit of a work. I was like, I've just woken up. I'd actually I'd woken up like 20 minutes before, right? <laughs> I've just woken up. No, as well, I just and you you know, and I was running really about the point where suddenly I heard the door open outside and I started to hear a bit of noise, right? And I was like, Oh, somebody's here. But then <laughs> I started listening at the toilet door and I heard there was a woman, right, outside. Hi, oh, no. lads. I, walking about? And I was like, "Off. Oh, this is this is bad again." Because this if I bad. suddenly fucking come out, well, she's in, mm-hmm. and I just fucking appear at the door. She's going <laughs> to absolutely shit herself, <laughs> right? And then it get so it goes like that, and I kind of open the door a wee bit to look out, to see she's in. It's <laughs> like I hope she doesn't turn around and look. And there's a fucking guy. <laughs> 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 look, no, right. I hope she doesn't turn and look. Um, and it, I, I couldn't fucking believe my eyes, what I saw. There was a fucking wee boy about 10 years old. It's a wee boy about 10 years old cutting a boot, right? So this woman, well, she worked in the place or whatever, she was here to kind of clean up and she brought her wee boy, right? To kind of cut a boot with her. And I'm, and I'm fucking there, <laughs> me the toilet, and this wee fucking boy's looking at me, and I'm like, I'm like, I-ha. <laughs> I-ha. Like I'm the... You know what I mean? You've held the you've heard the Santa and a Tooth Fairy. <laughs> I'm the toilet guy.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm the guy for the toilet. So I come out and I say, "Listen, I've been I've been crashed out in what the this toilet." He
3: said, what does a wee boy that you go hi, hi. Boy, <laughs> was just
1: like mom, mommy, and kind of the woman came and and the woman was so nice. The woman was really nice. You know what I mean? And I was like, "Can I get a 40 with you? Because people are following us on Twitter, Nora. So we did the 40 and all that and. I left and I was like I was absolutely fucking mortified right and it was like and and in my defense right my mom just died like a week before so really? I was like I was and I was getting wrecked Aye. and I was just in a, a state and you know your cell grade you're knowing mm-hmm. your you're, you're knowing your right fucking mind absolutely right? so I was yeah. I was like just knowing my right mind um and I was just and I was walking up the street and I couldn't believe us right so this was, like, 20 minutes after I left the pub. I'm walking home and like, the absolute fucking unbelievable walk of shame, right? Walking home for this. People messaging me. You all right? You all right? No, what's going on? Are you all right? And the phone rings. Son. It's the fucking the- BBC. Right? <laughs> it's BBC Scotland. They're like, we just uh, we just wondered if you'd like to come on the radio this morning <laughs> to talk about... <laughs> you're making a, an absolute arse yourself on oh no. the... I was like, no, I don't think I'll come on uh, and... <laughs> you think I'll come on and talk about this? It was like, unbelievable. anyway, there you were. That was it. that. Was I love that. That is brilliant. The best. hi <laughs> uh... <laughs> a story. I a What in... story, that? New whenever I work with anybody, you know what I mean? It's like, new. it's like, I'm going like, to work with some new people. And I go, who is this guy? What has he done? With? Oh, he's did. He wrote that. He wrote that. He crashed out in these toilets firstly. But you know what I mean? It's no good, is it?
3: Oh, anyway, fucking brilliant.
1: so uh, Paul would like to add to the wrestling songs that contain the words On Your Knees. We were talking right. about this last week, Grado, remember? Uh-huh. Um, your, your riddle. Grado's amazing riddle. <laughs> but uh, apparently Jack Swagger,
3: his theme was actually called On Your Knees. A forgettable tune. I didn't like that. Ding, 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 ding. Was that the kind of Rage Against the Machine type song, John?
1: I can't even remember at
3: all. Was it I was.
4: Right,
3: okay. John's so that's free.
1: Dinner. Down there. Oh, after, after hearing the episode with MP Mark Fletcher, we go on where we discuss the future of wrestling, right? Robert Rams, right? Oh, Robert. Robert Rams, got in touch and said, hey, Grado, he's only talking to you, isn't he talking to me? Just listening to the Wrestling Daft podcast. You will have to be my guest in the commons to meet the, what is this? To meet who when things that get back to normal? all-party parliamentary group in wrestling. This is the all-party parliamentary group wrestling when things get back to normal. Grado, will you accept the offer? Grado, will you accept the challenge to be the guest in the Commons to meet the all-party parliamentary group?
3: Um, For sandwiches? Well, if I'm doing that neck of the woods, but I don't know what to kind of... Is, is this a booking offer? <laughs> Now, after taking
1: baby names for Gredo last week, Gaz reached out with a picture of a dog and says, just listen to the podcast, guys. My boy is eight and he's called Austin. That's not a Wayne, <laughs> no. not a Wayne, no. It's a
3: Doug. So, but, right, I'm going to just, no. What are you going to say, Gredo? I just wanted to say thanks for the grasses this week. I was a bit paranoid <laughs> that at the weekend, Stephanie's going, you've been talking about we're going to come Wayne on your fucking podcast. Thankfully, it stayed... Within these four within walls, the appreciate uh, Then I get out there.
1: Stay so in, the in our locker room. Stay in our locker room. Now, I just want to say something that there are these people that talk like their dog is their Wayne. It's no, it's a fucking dog. So, don't. Aye. I don't want any of this on this show where it's like, well, this is my boy, this is my Wayne. No, it's a dog.
3: Yeah, I mean, do, do, you know, there was a the boy in my way that called his dog Grado and he got rid of it after like fucking three months. So, I don't even know if it's still called Grado. Yeah, I was like, I literally was like three months. He was at the show and he went, I've just got a new Doug though And then that. And then I think about three or four months later, I, I wanted like maybe like a picture right now. And I tried to track it down. He's like, now nah, we sold it. <laughs> 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 it's sad. I shouldn't laugh at that, but there you go.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jim out would be like, that's good. He's stopped being a Doug now. He's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, Darf Sinobi asks off the back of the Jeff Jarrett interview, does Rab really have beef with him? Does he have beef with Jeff Jarrett I so? What's the crack, yeah? I was only joking. I don't actually have beef with him. I'm actually a big fan of Jeff Jarrett. I was right. just, I was just wasn't available for an interview. Uh, Karate Warrior 2 says, Hey, Robin Grady what's, what's the most embarrassing wrestling-related thing people have done out there? I remember ripping the cable out of the 56.6 kilobytes modem connected to the computer because I was pissed at my old, older brother and shouting, I've got this stroke, like a crazed JJ. And Bob, your uncle responded when he was a wee guy in the playground, he accidentally threw his new Steve Austin figure onto the school roof and it got stuck in the gutter.
3: You couldn't wipe back your to tears. I've told the story plenty of times, but probably probably wearing my grand's tights and blading myself with a glass ginger bottle and then getting caught off my uncle Jimmy.
1: Uh, I mine would probably be wrestling with my sister's back and doing a move in London on my back on the top and old dishwasher that being put out the back like flat back right on the dishwasher which is a kinda, the kind of move they would do in AEW
3: oh mate can I just say have you seen that? That, that I put it in the chat this morning
1: I have we're going to be putting it in the um, wow. we'll be talking about it in the the Barry bit I'm right, sure okay.
3: Stevie adds uh, I
1: remember going to the ICW show at the Hydro in 2017 it was the first wrestling show I'd attended for donkeys and I was wearing a bullet club t shirt you know I mean I was waiting in a queue to grab a beer. Another guy who was also wearing a bullet club t shirt was passed me by, right? Carrying three pints. I put up a wolf sign. I said, Too sweet, mate. The guy quite rightly looked at me and said, Fuck's sake, mate, really? <laughs> the whole queue looked at me as if I let half a massive fart. What a day I was.
3: No, have I told that story before when I met somebody random in the tune wearing a bullet club t shirt and I was away. My girlfriend at the time and I went, Oh, watch this. <laughs> watch this. Whoa, Billy Club. Ken, he's got... Oh, that's great. I think he's got... He fucking just looked at me as if it two heats. You no know that way? I, I'm like... I started think like, these t-shirts now being purchased by folk because... Non-wrestling fans. You know?
5: hmm
3: very embarrassing. That was an embarrassing moment. Watch this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> see this. I see a big in. Too sweet. You'll be excited with this. Bronze Cello says, "I can kind of believe that this didn't make Dark Side of the Ring with Brian Pillman."
5: We're doing a Clash of the Champions for TBS one time, and I'm sitting at ringside going over my notes. They've got to talk to me. It's in- crucially important. And so I said, "Okay," so I put my paper up. and Let's, let's talk. Not here. We gotta go. We gotta go to private. Okay. You know, I had no idea what, he, what the deal was. What calamity he was in. Could, you know, he had he had his share of. Uh, uh... issues with the ladies he had lots of lady friends uh... he was quite the ladies man so who knew you know who who knew what Brian's issue was he said I gotta talk to him in private so we go to the shower area and he shows me he says okay you ready I said yeah what's the problem I gotta show you something so he swings the door to the to the commode stall open, and in that commode was the longest uninterrupted piece of uh, human waste known to man. (laughs) If it wasn't 18 inches long, I'm not wearing a black hat. He had gone to the bathroom and taken meticulous effort to have a bowel movement uninterrupted because he knew something special was happening. He got one of the referees, one of the ring crew guys, to stand guard at the at the stall most of the afternoon, so when the guys would come in, he could go get them and bring them and show them his masterpiece.
3: <laughs> okay. I get used to man. JR's a good storyteller, isn't he, man? <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. Did you uh, watch the Pillman Dark Side of the Ring? No, I've no i still not watched any Dark any Side of, of the Ring. Wow. But I
1: need to cause I listened to Jericho's podcast and he had the boys' fade Dark Side of the Ring on it and they were talking about it, you know what I mean? And the guys clearly, they have a lot of respect for wrestling and uh, and the wrestlers. That was my concern. I was kind of, I'm not watching some trash. I think it's going to be shitting on, no, no. Or the, but I need to check it out, definitely. And you there, if you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling-related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook or email us at wrestlingdaft.gmail.com.
3: Oh, can right. I add what something does? I wanted to?
1: Absolutely, no. mate.
3: I just, um... <clears throat> right, so last week I had my riddle. You remember that <laughs> is this going to be a regular feature Grado well I've got something else I want to ask the Wrestling Daft Universe we should call this we should call this the Matt Riddle that's what we should call oh, this the segment right yeah. so Shamer was uh, Adam Shame, big friend of the show mm-hmm. um, he obviously does his uh, takeaway deliveries at night and he delivered um, a takeaway to a uh, Mr Jay Dugan and Renfrew um, J Duggan D O U, and it's not exactly, um, it's not spelled the same as Duggan, but it, st- it still was enough to tickle me. Uh, that we then got chatting about how there must be people in Scotland with wrestlers' names. There, there's got to be Scott Hall out there. There's got, I, I, I went straight on Facebook. And if MD knows the guy Michael Foley who lives in Falkirk, uh, from Perth and <laughs> Perth and Kinross, and he's single, I'd like to get him on the show. I want to get somebody. Who has the the name of a wrestler? Is their, their name? I want them to come on the show and just we'll we'll, we'll speak to them, see what it's like, what it's like living as Paul White. You know what I mean? Is there a do you know what I mean? Is there a Brian Pillman in the UK, Scotland, whatever? So that's that's your riddle for this week. Get in touch if you know MD Wrestling Daft at Gmail Is it what is it Wrestling Daft or something? Wrestling yeah, Daft and, and, Daft
1: gmail. Gmail. and that is your Matt riddle for this week.
4: Hey, it's John. And before we get into your buddies and putovers for this week, I need to tell you about ExpressVPN. It's the best way to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. We've talked about loads on Wrestling Daft. Basically, you can access Netflix from around the world. You can also access Peacock, so you can get all those new cool WWE documentaries that are on the network over there, as well as probably get a cheaper subscription on your WWE network as well. So use ExpressVPN to unblock content in other countries. It's going to let you change your online location so you control where you want sites to think you're located. You simply open up the app, select a location, tap one button to connect and refresh the page to access thousands of new shows and movies. Choose from 100 different countries. Alex on the marks. He loves using Netflix Japan to get all the anime stuff and that, so you could do that. And there's loads of options. Just have a great time just trawling Netflix endlessly for hours and hours in different countries, and you'll find something you like. Obviously, if you're abroad um, and listen to the podcast in Australia or America, you can use ExpressVPN to access BBC iPlayer so you can watch Line of Duty, which I highly recommend you do. Um, You can also use it for Hulu as well. So why should you choose ExpressVPN over other VPNs? That is the question you're asking yourself right now, isn't it? Uh, You can stream in HD, no problem with the ExpressVPN. There's no buffering or lag on it, it's going to be compatible with all the devices you've got there, your smartphones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, loads of stuff you can use ExpressVPN on, and not only is it going to let you change your location, it's also going to encrypt your data and let you surf the web safely and anonymously as well, easy for me to say. So we've got a special offer at Wrestling Daft, I've told you about it before, but just in case you don't know, head to expressvpn.com slash wrestling expressvpn dot com slash wrestling as Rab says no backslashes you can spell that out as well expressvpn.com slash wrestling you're gonna get an extra three months if you sign up for a year using our code so get involved expressvpn.com slash wrestling three months if you get a year woo <laughs> Now every week we like
1: can
5: I to, push
3: Rab.
4: Yes
1: well you right, Grado's, while Grado goes and does a push, I, I want to tell you that every week we like to separate the good for the bad in wrestling. We separate the podcast host who stays in his chair and does the show from the podcast host who goes away and does a push during an intro. Uh and we're gonna you know, we, we we like to bury some stuff for not being good, and we like to put over stuff that we enjoyed. And I want to put over. Randy Orton's We team-up with Matt Riddle, which I'm very much enjoying at the minute because I think Randy Orton, you know I'm a big Randy Orton fan, and I think Randy Orton is just uh, good at taking something and running with it and making the best of it. I mean, he managed to survive the fiend, so uh, so it's been a pleasure to watch that. And what I want to bury this week, while we wait for Grado to come back for a pee, is what I briefly saw this morning. Um, I briefly saw this morning and I don't know exactly who were the two women wrestlers involved. It was an AEW and I only saw it before I was dashing it to work. And Grado had put it up in the chat and he was like, fucking look at this. And I looked and a lassie did this ridiculous move to the other lassie up in the top turnbuckle. Now who was it, John? Who, who was I it? Don't,
4: the... I don't know who it was. I was trying to work out. It. it was on AEW dark. I think
1: it was, it was the kind Let's of... find out the new, because was... I was just rushing out the door when I saw it. Yeah. And it was just a wee clip. And I was just like, "What is going on
4: there?" While we're looking for that, Rob, I'm surprised you went not went to it, and we've not. It's that surprisingly, none of the listeners have buried it. What did you make of the Chris Jericho fall from the cage?
1: Well, it was rotten. Let's not make to. Let's not make any bones about it. It was that was. It was very poor particularly when they built up that match so much, for that to be the conclusion of the match was very poor. However, Chris Jericho is not to blame here. Uh, what's to blame? And the, even the finish of the match itself and how, how the match was booked, that's not to blame. The problem here is a problem that AEW has, and it's it's baffling to me because they have the resources to fix this. Uh, and as much as I love Tony Khan and I respect him and I consider him a friend... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As AEW has an issue in its production, AEW's production is, it's inventive, um, it's inventive and it's creative, it's production, but it makes a lot of silly mistakes with some of the fundamentals of how you present wrestling on TV, and it's fine to do that kind of bump from the cage, through onto the you know onto the mattress, onto the onto the support land, and it's fine to do it, but you need to mask it. You need to shoot it. You need to shoot it cleverly, and you need to hide it. There was a way they could have shot that where it what? would have looked fine.
3: Mm-hmm. Actually, if they probably... Um, I, I've no actually watched the full show, but I would imagine even for the hard cam, because it was onto the, the stage, no? Was it uh, onto the entrance? Even tram? for the hard cam would probably... Hard you're fucking getting... Boom, you see his face, oh... You know what I mean, They don't need to do it. That's the thing. They really don't need to do it because it just it does it. folk can see right through it. And if you're know, if it looks contrived, we EAW's fan base are all over it. But they just, just don't need to do it.
1: It was just a production mistake. It was a production mistake. Even something like you know a a bit of a longer fall, a deeper the mattress being lower underneath the, the what he went through. It was just it was just the kind of mistake that the WWE don't make anymore. You know what that's I mean? Right kind of these are the wrinkles that the WWE violent do, and it's and it and, and this I guess is where production experience comes in. AEW is still a new promotion, still a new kind of production and production experience. would... I, I mean, this is after the exploding ring thing, which was embarrassing. So you have got the exploding ring thing, which was truly embarrassing, and then you have that, which was a, another kind of embarrassing finish to to a match that they'd really hyped up to be incredibly violent and you know all of that. So and it was it was take Conti. Who did this move on AEW Dark? The Gradle, Gradle, you showed us that move this morning, and I was just dashing out the door, and I was like, "What the fuck is this move?" It's,
3: there's there's no need for it. There's I don't. I just don't get why there is nobody there, an agent to go. Right, no, don't be doing that. Because again, they don't need to do it. it was, who was the per- who was, who was that? Maddie, M-
1: Maddie Rinkowski?
3: When she signed,
1: was the wrestler who had the move done to her.
3: Uh, she signed, uh,
1: I don't know actually.
3: Just this, just doesn't. it just looks horrible. It looks horrible. Yeah, and what people are saying are damn right. It's your body isn't meant to bend that way, and it just ah, it's just uh And you know what? I tell you what, I hate saying this, but there's somebody gonna wind up with a, a Syrian. Somebody's going to get a Syrian. There's just, I would love to
1: sit down with Tony Khan for five minutes. Uh, (laughs) You know, and just, we wouldn't talk about wrestling, I don't think. I think we'd just, you know, we'd have a glass of wine and we'd just talk about life. Business. I think we'd just talk about life and I see a lot of similarities with who he is, you know what I mean? I'd say, um, Tony, I feel like I wake up every morning and I feel just happy to be here. Life is a kind of miracle, and I'm sure you feel the same. The amount of money your dad's got, so (laughs) uh, let's see what the pun. Oh, you You want to bury or put over?
3: I can't think now, man. I think about it. Just watching daft videos on YouTube gets me going. Well, let's see what the pun. (laughs) (laughs) What
1: What is it? YouTube videos, chocolate raining on (laughs) it. Chocolate rain. Alistair wants to bury Tam Cowan and Cosgrove's reaction to Grado going to a funeral. Where he met Kendall Nagasaki, and they asked him if the person who had died was actually dead, or if it was a walk. Normally, I like them,
3: but fuck's sake! Right, we're gonna have to cut that. Why? Because <laughs> I made that up.
1: That's all right. Don't cut. I was that, so man. nervous. That's beautiful. Don't listen. Don't <laughs> cut that, Here you go Because realize you know what, what, what you've done. What you've done is you've you've actually walked Alistair. It's beautiful. Alistair's got in touch going, how the I say is this real? was that work? Turned out, everybody get worked. Wow. The master did. Grado worked everybody. It's beautiful. It so a- you can't bury that, Alistair. I actually need to put over Grado for working everybody. Because, I, I mean, they say K Fabes did. you know what I
2: mean?
1: Right, cool. I respect you for that.
4: How Brett? Did, I've got, sorry, before you move on, I've got a question. How did you come up the story that you from <laughs> you on know, Kendo
3: Nagasaki?
1: Was it because you thought that Kendall Nagasaki was maybe the only wrestler that they two will have uh, ever heard of?
3: Somebody bummed me up years ago and said they were at a British wrestler's funeral and they said that Kendall Nagasaki turned up in a Bentley. And I went, you're joking, did they? And they went, no. (laughs) They bummed me up. And then, you know that way I'm walking in and they went like that, talking about Kendall Saki. I went, I met him at a funeral. Turned up in a (laughs) Bentley. that bad
1: listen i saw a kendo nagasaki having (laughs) a having like a looked like a kind of all-day breakfast thing in a co-op food but i'm not lying uh, this is actually it was like it was uh, maybe it was the morning a universal uproar or something like it was and he was having he was in a wee a wee just in the food button and the Tesco or the Corby's
3: manager. I feel like this guy, right? I remember just quick, but I went to a health and safety conference in Aberdeen once, right, with these two youth workers. Mm-hmm. One of the youth workers was ex army, right? And he started telling us this <laughs> story about how he was in <laughs> the army, right? He started telling us about how he was in the army. And the other guy that was there, he was a kind of gimp, right? And he's telling the two years the gimp and me, and like, oh, I fucking can't remember where it was. It was in Vietnam, but it was something like that. And he was going, and this happened, and there was blood everywhere and all this, right? And then, see, when we... And I was only young, but see, when we got to the conference thing, I was paired off with the gimp, right? Right. And something came up, and then that guy started going, the gimp started going, I will see what I was in the army back in the day, in Vietnam, and he <laughs> <laughs> he said, and I'll never ever forget it. And I feel like that guy now. <laughs> oh my god, a funeral.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> Rhett says he wants to bury Eva Marie coming back to WWE. They get rid of talent just to bring back somebody that mouth the company constantly. No wonder people are turning off WWE and going to AEW. Listen, as I said last week, her being brought in has got nothing to do with anybody getting released. Don't be ridiculous. Any WWE like, you think WWE like that? It'd be nice to bring somebody in, but fuck, man, we're out of money. We'll need, to, uh, we'll need to cut somebody. Last in, first out. Don't worry about that. Nothing to do with that. Me, DC, wants to bury the endless telling tales of misery and wrestling on Dark Side of the Ring. Oh, there's a bad one for Dark Side of the Ring, Gredo.
3: The endless telling tales of misery and the side of the ring. Well, I don't know because what was called Dark side of the ring. I get his point. It is depressing. However, there was good bits that came out of that, especially the Brian Pillman one. Aye, it's a horrible story, but the story that his wee boy is now wrestling and following, you know, t- the right footsteps that his father took. And then there was the wee auntie, the wee auntie who, who was uh, Brian Pillman's sister, and. She's overlooked over on over, over, and you know, She's got a fucking t shirt and pro wrestling tees. There was a nice story that came out of that. I don't know how nice it's going to be when Nick Gage is going this week, but I see where he's coming for. But I love it. I love all that dark shit. Uh,
1: however, Medici wants to put over anybody who eventually puts together a bright side of the ring that celebrates the genuinely funny, inspiring, and ultimately positive side of wrestling. Would you watch that,
3: Gredo? well what do we say about you side of wrestling No, that's straight.
1: you want to watch something about the positive side of wrestling
3: ah uh, aye well, you want to watch something about, about Bicker tea, Bicker
1: tea. you want to watch something that was about a joyful story about the but, time um, like for example the end of the Wrestlemania where the two two best mates uh, Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit oh hold on strike <laughs> that uh, Billy wants to put her the RuPaul's drag race. He says his bird goat is into it. What? how like, I to, this is Billy, right? I want to put uh fucking mad RuPaul's drag race, man. My bird goat me into it and now I'm binging it. I always wondering, boys, what would your drag queen names would be? Mm, I like the
3: likes so of there's a guy in my Facebook but does drag and he calls herself, he calls his, his drag names like Pate Odors. I like that something, something like that. Mine would be
1: Florence
3: Nightingale. Ah, that's easy. That's easy. Mine would be Stefan... No, that's my brother's name. It's a bit awkward. Stephanie I G- Gradina. 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 What, what would yours be? Gradina. Gradine. 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 Gradina. Um. G- G- I've always liked to name Champus. Champus Divine. So Gradius Divine. There's mine.
1: Radius divine, beautiful. Uh, Billy wants to put Barry AEW, however, for pretty much confirming Orange Cassidy is the number one contender, meaning his match with Pac will have zero heat. And he wants to put Cesaro because he's just brilliant right now. I hope he gets a hoddy rebuilt this Sunday at pay-per-view, but I know better than to get any <clears> hopes up. Do we think Cesaro is going to beat Roman Reigns? No. <laughs> right. Seth Rollins is going to get involved, right?
4: No, more chance of one of the Usos like Jimmy's come back in now, so there's more mm. chance of Jimmy because this whole thing with Jimmy and Jay and Roman going on. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the dynamic in it.
1: Giza Gobble de wants to put old Drew's new book being released. Loves a good wrestling book. Looking forward to this one. Hoping for a good number of Scottish wrestling stories. Well, there's a lot of Gredo stuff in it, And there, Gredo?
0: Uh
3: Gredo in the Drew McIntyre book. Have I told you what it says in the Drew book? Aye, you have. Right. You're barely on it. Uh, what was it? Even Gredo, who, who was who was a big baby face at the time, he was booed. <laughs> There's you
4: a Apparently you're mentioned more than once, by the way. The, apparently the bibliography's fucked up. It's only got you down once, but you're mentioned a lot more often in the book oh. than is in the back. I have been Wait a
1: minute, have you not I've... read it, Gredo?
3: No, I just looked... I went to the end and just looked up G and then fucking went to it. Uh, that's what it said. Mm. Why have you not... One of your mates became the WWE champion and released a book. Why would you listen, mate? Them? Come on, look at the books I've got up there, mate. I've got fucking I've not read a, a, a fucking line in any of these books. I've not read a book since I'd say 2014 on the night shift, Andy Gorham's. Right, so you read Andy Gorham's book, but you want to read your mate's book? I'm got, I'll get rooting it. See, you're making me you're, well, you're, I'm looking, I'm painted to be a horrible person. as podcast tonight, man.
4: <laughs> breaking news, by the way, breaking news. Drew has been confirmed as the face of WWE 22K. Has he? Wow. Oh, yes, yes. Right, let me
1: put this out to the world. Grado, mm-hmm. can you get Drew to sort me and you both out with three copies of the game?
3: Aye. Since Aye. he's the cover, it. I think Aye. we should get
1: three signed copies of him, right?
3: Aye. Right. right
1: there we go. Take on the uh, water. See if we can get a signed one. Hey, oh, yeah. In. You see if we can get a sign one want to give away as a, a gift on the show as well. It's a great idea. It's a great idea. You're right you into this tonight. Who, me? I didn't think you'd be asked tonight. Me, I'm full of beans. or are full of Stephen says he wants to put Orgrado oh, going to be a dad. Follow of that what? The show buzz. I mean, treated like a fucking champion all day, man. They go, ah, what do you want for breakfast, Mr. Florence? I know I'm going to say Mr. Best. Florence. Robert, what do you want for breakfast? What do you want? Do you want a wee umbrella? Do you want a, a wee best. cup of tea? You know that? It's the best. best man being treated like a king. Man, I felt like Randy Orton today. I did, I was it, saying that to everybody. You've uh, got me feeling like Randy Orton today. I was saying, <laughs> they were all like, I could hear them going, Who's Randy Orton to each other? <laughs> uh, Stephen wants to put, Are you going to be a dad? It means you can do the midnight feeds and actually watch some
3: live wrestling for a change. All uh, right, well, uh, do you know you were talking a little bit about the old wrestling, like how you we kind of watch it? Pierre John sitting up there. John watches fucking every hour. I mean, look at I know, fucking half asleep. <laughs> yeah, man, he's doing look the at his stadium.
4: Listen, I've done one radio show, and this is my second podcast of the day. So they uh, I can't. You've done the same, so I can't. oh mate, I, I've we've... we've done a graph I'm today. Son. We've done a graft today.
1: A working man. I feel it's vulnerable. Good, it's good to be a working man.
4: No had anyone with an umbrella hand as breakfast and all that either.
1: Stephen <laughs> wants to bury the macho man documentary on biography. What an utter. Disgrace. They buried him as a paranoid drug addict, and letting gorgeous George tell that story about him having hidden cameras in our house and being a creepy voyeur was so disrespectful.
3: Poor, poor stuff. Oh come on, right? Come on, son. Um, Get with it. Come on. I, no, I, feel I just bad. want
1: to. I want to close this section by putting over uh, the fact that Davy Blaze is also uh, about
3: to become. Is this true? A father. Absolutely, it's true. He's a big fucking rubber. That was the first thought that came to my <laughs> mind was, he's at it. And then I go into the station this morning, and one of the boys who's a wrestling fan went, "Is uh, David Blaze rubbing?" <laughs> I was it's like, "It's funny." I actually message him. I, 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 by the way, the, the, this... message him. Message him now.
5: Right.
1: Message him right now because I have went, "Congratulations, on no, it. Proud to announce I'm going to be a daddy." And I went,
3: "Congratulations, like, ah, cheers, mate. Know that." there's no way. <laughs> it's <her> a ab- <laughs> The old day I love Davy man right the last message that he t- texted me in July last year. old mate, is wrestling da finishing? <laughs> Why did they say that? I don't know. I don't know.
1: Um I'm just checking his latest Instagram. His latest Instagram's nothing mad about being a father, it's actually just dogs are honestly one of the most amazing animals on this planet.
3: <laughs> I love him so much, man. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs>
1: uh, but that's so,
3: so. We can get see, more next week. You can talk about it. Well, let's find out the truth behind
1: it's it, right? Good. Let's go on and we'll, we'll have a daddy <laughs> chat next week.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll give you some tips, boys, right? There's no use. All you need to do is come to Rabflons and you'll sort out. I'll give you some tips. Judy was boring.
4: Hello.
0: Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com.
4: It's my little escape.
0: Now, Judy's the life of the party.
4: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> J-j-jumba. The Chumba Life is for everybody So go to chumbacasino.com And play over 100 casino style games Join today and play for free For your chance to redeem some serious prizes ChumpaCasino.com. Chumbacasino.com No purchase necessary, we're prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply, see website for details
1: It's the part of the show now where we invite you The listeners today are running Come on the show, talk some wrestling Ask us a question this week we introduce the man they call
3: Omar. I wonder if this is Omar Ano that's from Mexico and he's, a, and he's a policeman there.
2: No joke. Omar. Hey. How, How are you doing, doing Omar? I'm oh, good, boys. This is surreal. Welcome to the show, big man. <sighs> it's nice to be here, I will say. Welcome <laughs> to the show, chief. What's <laughs> happening? Not much. I've just eaten a prawn Rogan Josh while well, I'm halfway through.
1: Yes,
2: oh, man. So hey, twisted. I need to be honest,
1: I don't usually have prawns in a curry. Right, can I
3: cut you off already? Come
2: on.
3: Come on. <clears throat> um, so, I've got um, May's Kitchen tattooed on my back. It's my favourite Chinese takeaway. Right, of course. Uh, it's got the phone number underneath it. Anyway, major development in this. They've actually changed their name to The Spicy One. <laughs> <laughs> what? They've changed their name to The Spicy So, this... You know, I'm like with a day here, like a cover up. What's they not consult
2: you about
3: this? No, I went down to get some answers, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I went in there. And you know, the last time I went into May's Kitchen, I actually when I got the tattoo, I was a bit nervous about going back to May's Kitchen because I was a bit like, "Oh, this is a bit awkward. I've got a tattoo." Right, right. Take away. you know, that way I didn't want to. I, I avoided yep. it for months because I got the tattoo. However, eventually, I went in and I was giving it the kind of. Oh, yeah. And they didn't they didn't the idea. You know that way? I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's me. You know what I mean? I like So I showed them the tattoo and I'm thinking, like, oh man, it's got to be really embarrassing if they offer me free food because it looks like I'm asking for free ah, food. you yeah, know yeah, yeah. that way. <laughs> uh, but you know what? They gave me fucking a bottle of Tango. That's what they gave me. And I'm thinking, like, I gave you my body <laughs> as advertisement space <especially laughs> you've paid me a Tango, which I, I wasn't complaining about, but it did tickle me. The reason why I'm talking about it is This spicy walk is the bomb. It is the bomb, and they have released a new curry called the Malaysian Curry, and it's got bronze (laughs) in it, and it It is officially the in bit, I've heard it twice. They've released a new curry called
2: the Malaysian curry.
3: Well, you don't get that when a bit here, Rabbit. Sweet I've so been waiting for Malaysia style. to
2: finally hop on the curry train. I'm glad <laughs> they joined in.
3: <laughs> so there you go. And I just wanted to say that prawns and a curry. Oh, my God. Did you make it yourself?
2: I, right, I did. It's it's from a jar from Audi, but their jars are, are banging. Um, but it's because I try not to eat meat. Um, during the week, but then I watched that, that conspiracy. Oh, I know what you're going to say conspiracy. It's fucked me. <laughs> I can't eat anything. <laughs> I was like, I'll stick to the prawns, but
3: they're the worst. Me, I stuck to that for about two weeks. I, 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 I went on my radio show and went. I gave up seafood. I went those poor salmons. Mm-hmm. Those poor haddock, whatever the the cruelty. And then again, it's like you know, two weeks later, I totally forgot. first supper, yeah, first supper.
1: I'm not watching it. I've heard people say that. I said, "Oh, I seen that." I'm, am just not going
2: to watch it. Just don't. Honestly, you'll feel better. You'll be, you'll be fine without. So,
1: tell us about your wrestling uh, life, Omar. Right, what, what's, what, what you into? Uh, how did you get into? How did you get into wrestling?
2: Uh Mine was um, so I was watching my old man when I was younger. He used to watch. And he used to always go on about how it was fake, but it just didn't matter to me. He's like, oh my, this fake is bullshit, but I was like, it's fine, I love it. <laughs> um, but he used to record it. He'd never actually buy any of these like, videos, but we'd have fucking cases of these videos just labeled what they were. But I remember Royal Rumble 95. I was only actually like two when it happened. So I probably don't actually remember watching it live, but that's the first one I remember. Shawn Michaels with the skin in the cat and the over the top mm-hmm. rope, right? then coming back to beat British Bulldog. Cause He he pulled me because I started supporting British Bulldog because he's English, and then well he's British, and then at the end Shawn Michaels swerve. Actually, I hated him so much that I kind of loved him for it. And then I stuck. I was a Shawn Michaels boy from then on. So you've always loved you've always loved Shawn Michaels. Yeah, forever and
1: always. He's my man. He's handsome, isn't he? He's really handsome. <laughs> I
2: heard you talking about that last week. I've seen that clip, and yes. He's unbelievably what, handsome. He's uh, a bit of a fool from grace, I will say, but he is a handsome boy. Well, I mean, have we have we ever properly got to the bottom
1: of what happened to Sean Michaels' eye?
2: <clears throat> yes, he talked about it in that Brett and Shawn documentary, you know, where they just sat across each other, like, bitching at each other. Yeah, He said, mm-hmm. I think he was wrestling Kane, and it was like a clothesline or something stupid, and it just popped his eye and, and wow that, that's and it, scary it, it was just messed up yeah Jeez, apparently it's boy. something really small I don't know
3: Would do you make his hair these days? <laughs> like, I don't want to slag the boy I, I mean, think he's, he's still best he's, off in a hat I will say I think he still looks
2: great he still is he
1: still but, looks but good. do you
3: know but no. But do you know think like it's like I remember Scotty to Hottie turned up in Aberdeen we um, we're baldy and Marty, Marty Genetti, Marty Jones—all mm-hmm. British wrestlers backstage, and he was giving it. You fucking, you've killed your gimmick. You <laughs> fucking <laughs> <fucked> your <laughs> fans. I was gonna say you you fucking to fans. He, that's you killed your gimmick. <laughs> and it was, do you know that way? Sometimes when a wrestler does get a uh, cut their hair or whatever it's not the same I don't know it's weird how wrestling like I'd take that to heart like did he still wear the hat with a hole in there no, <laughs> no. no no, no. Oh, that's deep. I must say it was good I mean I wrestled him but it would have been better if he had spiky hair you know that way mm. <laughs> mm. it's like Vader wrestling in his trackies it's like come on
2: uh, so, so what you and he just knew it, Omar Um, I'll be, I'll be honest. I'm like you lot where it feels like half of my wrestling life is just watching wrestling documentaries and not really, not really bothering with the actual wrestling, but I do, i catch I keep up with AEW, um, and NXT to an extent. I'm, I'm a pay-per-view boy basically. That's about it. Yeah. When you see when you're a grown man, right? When you're a grown man,
1: the pay-per-views are about as much as you can
2: regularly handle. Yeah, 20 hours of this shit every week and it's hard to keep, keep track, but... Like, I'll, like New Japan, I like, like New Japan, but I'll keep track for like the G1 and Wrestle Kingdom and that's it really. Right. And I'm, I'm an adult,
1: it. right? This is essentially it. I'm a, I'm a grown man, an adult. I'm in my 40s. I can't be fucking looking at the way these fucking assholes are dressed in NXT. Can't be doing it. i can't be spending. I can't be going, to my wains. No, daddy has to watch the way these assholes are cutting about dressed with their with fucking hats and stupid sunglasses on. <laughs> And NXT, <laughs> who are you I'm referring kind of to? Of well, who's um, that? Well, I'm referring to all of them, really. I'm referring to the way they all cut about you know. Actually, I put, out, I put out a tweet today, right? Hmm. And then, um, and then I deleted the tweet, but it was a Kyle O'Reilly tweet. I put out just just how he was stoning the ring with a hat on, a pair of glasses, and like a denim <laughs> jacket, and a stupid t shirt, and a fucking and I, I tweeted what's happened to wrestlers? I said, with a picture of him, and then I felt bad and deleted it because I was like, I'm oh, no, but why? I mean, what the fuck, man? They're cutting about like guys that are just cutting about a tea in the park. I
2: can't, what, I can't even look at this. What do you feel about, about Walter? Cause he's one of, he's probably my favorite wrestler at the moment. Now I think he balances that line of looking like a scary monster, but then you see him next to like Braun Strowman or like Roman Reigns and he does not look so good.
1: No. It worries me to say this, right? I'm going to finally say what my problem with Walter is, right? Mm. And it worries me to say it because I feel like if I ever met him in real life, he would just he would just <laughs> obliterate me, he would just punch my head right off my shoulders, right? However, he's 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 the weirdest he's the weirdest big guy I've ever seen in wrestling, right? Because he both looks like a big guy that would absolutely kill you mm. and he looks like your wee brother.
2: Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I know exactly what he you looks
1: mean. like. Your daffy brother that would be just kind of skulking about the house going, I'm just going into the fridge for some <laughs> snacks. If we get any juice?
3: Do
2: you
3: watch people just I just don't think he's menacing really looking. I nah. think he's menacing looking. I was very... He's good though. I like watching <laughs> him. I like watching
1: him smashing all these skinny wee boys. I I would, I would. If watch they him... weren't all
2: skinny and small, I feel like Walter's appeal would be lost. So I think there's something to be said for some of them being... Uh, that, well, absolutely. If Walter was to step into like kind a golden age, like
1: WWE, WWF, it mm. would just look like, you know, you'd be, mm. they'd be like, why have they brought their way in to work with him? They, but, you know, but, it's,
3: but the, the, the world yeah. that we live in now, it was like, um, who's the boy that got injured on Raw? Humberto No, I mean it's like I was what I mean look I can't say anything right but I was just looking going wow that guy would never get on TV 15 years ago it was just an observation like and so when you've got somebody like Walter who actually does legit look a bit different and he looks big and he's massive he might not have the best body but neither did, neither did Samoa Joe do you know what I mean it just mm. it's fucking trust me he's intimidating to see when he's wearing a pair of flip flops fucking rolling mm. rollies Going, hey, what uh, my uh, and Well, whatever he was smoking, he's an intimidating big man. You know what I mean? There was something happened between me and him. I don't know what it was. It was either, I, I, I don't know if I had said something to his power or whatever, and I remember just being, oh, I need to get away from this guy because he's going to punch my fucking face <laughs> in that way. You know that way? I think I was slagging the promoter, and the promoter was like his best mate, and he'd heard about it, mm. and he was kind of trying to tell you know, they prom- stick up for the promoter. And I was just like, I you're right, man, aye.
2: <laughs> 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 so, but, I bet he's you- lovely though, really. Right, right. I bet he's a lovely big boy.
1: Mm. What, what do you think of AEW, Omar? I,
2: I do rate it a lot. It's funny because I, I sort of agree with you on, on quite a lot of things sometimes, but I disagree with others. Um, I feel like there's, there's too much of the multi-man tag like just flips Actions. and suicide dive shit. Yeah, the spot. Ugh, this, It's just, you know it when you see it, but it's, it's desensitizing. <laughs> but I think the main events and the feuds and these stories have actually been top. Um, I think they're, they're doing well as far as building people, definitely. They've had some real, I was thinking about it
1: this week, and they've had some real high points for a promotion that's no, they've not been around for that long, and they've actually mm. got a reasonable amount of high points already. Mm.
3: Well, do you know what? I, I, I don't know whether it's in an age thing, but I watched something the day where um, Darby Allen jumps off the ladder and goes and lands, and he's Kazarian moves at the road, and he he's flicking, his legs go through the ladders, and I'm watching that, going, God, you know, twenty years ago I'd be that, gone brilliant, but I don't know. I see that stuff now, and I just went somewhere am oh, that's oh, that looks seer. You know that way? I Hope he's, his ankle strapped. So it's like a kind of thing about you know, it's maybe a generational thing. I think, you I think that?
2: Darby Allen definitely takes it. To, to the to the limit definitely
1: Aye. he's got charisma though right he's got charisma for mm. days Darby Allen for sure I don't like um, that, that phrase that's for another days one, like oh do you, what do you mean you don't like that phrase you know, for I days I thought
3: it was do you know what I thought I thought I thought for days was just a kind of new Twitter thing like for days but it's actually no because when I was also watching old stuff the other day Buff Bag welcome it and went. Abs for days. And I went, but, oh, That's been a bit for the nineties. I thought that was just a kind well, of you know, way
1: before then. Eh, it was normal. like yeah, you know, you we know talk normal. about women having legs for days. You know what I mean? Aye. Yeah, sure. So, like say that about Stacey K. But I remember
2: legs for days. That's right. That's days. How do you feel about the Young Bucks, Omar? I, I I rate the Young Bucks a lot, um, but as as the more I see them, the less I, I I sort of I do rate them. To be honest, I feel like. I remember I went to see them live. Um, for I think it was Fight Club Pro, them and Kenny Omega teamed up, and I thought they were the best act in wrestling. Like them live, I thought they were amazing. Um, but again, it just it's, it desensitizes you when you watch them week in, week out. I, I feel mm-hmm. like before when they weren't on telly every week, I could I could really enjoy it a little bit more. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong.
3: De- desensitized as De- my f- world did week.
2: <laughs> do you feel
1: do you feel omar like i feel sometimes that I, I would much prefer the shows
2: if i was just watching the wrestlers smashing jobbers <laughs> yes and there i i tell you what i miss i do miss because as a kid again you used to tune in and you'd watch you know someone getting absolutely battered by whoever they're trying to push and even like back to like scott hall or razor ramon sort of Destroying a job or every other week on raw, and then when you do have that like one two three kid moment once in a mm-hmm. in a million years, it's it's the best. Right, And yeah. hey, you're bang
3: on. Yeah. you're absolutely bang on. But you you got to set the always...
2: expectations, haven't you? Right.
3: Yeah, I've always yeah. said this, but I, I, and I always said if I ever promoted a show and I did, then I've never done this. But I always think that the best way to start a show, never mind it, I think a squash match starting a show. And I think that's always gets everybody going, uh, big guy comes out, wee guy comes out, or maybe the other way about, boom, 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 boom. The crowd's up, oh, he smashed him, and then we get into.
1: Listen, I remember when I was a wee guy, right, and I'd watched WWF Superstars, right? And when when the big boss man came down to fight some jobber, the minute he walked in, I was like, the boss man's going to smash this guy. Mm. And Aye. then i watched it, and then the boss man did smash that guy, and then he left. And I was perfectly happy. I wasn't, you know what I mean. I, I, mm. I wasn't interested in watching, like I don't why see a twenty-five minute long, you know what I mean, back and forth match between two mm-hmm. of the superstars. I'm quite happy to watch. Right here comes Hulk Hogan doing to smash mm. this wee jobber. Mm-hmm. You
3: know what I mean. And also, you get a kick out. I just typed in because I know it's been brought up before, but the likes are and the, the names as well. Remember the names that you would get for for fucking <laughs> um, jobbers, the mulkies. You know what I mean? Right, right. The, the, Just the random na- names, fucking Pete Patterson and all this. Kind of, I love all, I love going back and seeing all that the,
2: the shitey names. And, and that, I, I, You just don't I, get that now. You don't? Nah, I, I think as well, like you said like you don't necessarily want to see that 20-minute match. And I think we all want to see that, but we want to see it built to. And building yeah. to it with 20-minute half-arse matches every week, I think, doesn't do anyone any favours. And then when you actually get to the pay-per-view, you feel like you've seen it. Fucking thirty times or whatever. I think AEW is doing a good job of that, though. They're they're not doing the same thing that WWE. Do. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just. What names him. you found? Porkchop
3: Cash, <laughs> Kenny Sodbustle J, Jake the Milkman, Milliman.
2: <laughs> love, all shit. love You know it. Chuck Taylor's got like a whole list of these. Oh, is he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah they that, fucking amazing. I Hardwood, was... rich mahogany is my favorite. <laughs> 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 listen Omar thanks so much for jumping on
1: it's been a pleasure to talk to you we need to come on again sometime yeah, I know because that, was, this, a good, that was a good that was a good chat come on again mate.
3: you're to. cool right thanks a lot it, man right. Right. Speak right speak soon take care Omar my man take care in a bit
1: lads. have a good ball. one All bye everybody and if you want to be on the running best bet is to sign up to our Patreon as our world heavyweight champs get first dibs IC champs get second and cruiserweight champions get third get on patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft and get involved We're a fantastic community we love you we love you very much <laughs>
3: come on board Join the join the, the gang Are we getting bigger? Are our ratings getting bigger? Of course (laughs) I'm not Well, there's loads more content at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Listen, there's bonus episodes up there. Gradle's Wrestle Mina Memories, and we've got a new one on the way in the next couple of weeks with we Rab. The best way to get involved is sign up to one of our tiers at patreon.com forward slash wrestling because there's hundreds of extra content up there, including a Greg Hempel outtake from our sister podcast, Fit by Daft. We spoke about wrestling for five minutes. It couldn't fit in the, the, the Fit by Daft podcast, so we've stuck it up on the patrons. It's really good. It talks about Jeff Jarrett and Lionheart. So if you fancy that and becoming one of your patrons, Sign up now at patreon.com forward slash Daft as we'd love to welcome you to the roster.
0: You just made the list!
1: We love lists. That's why every week we do this feature on Wrestling Daft where we do wee lists. Add a list, use a list, or a list. You can vote for what you want us to talk about at patreon.com forward slash Daft. This week we asked our patrons what they would like us to talk about and the vote was between John Cena's greatest moments. After it was announced, he's going to be coming back to WWE in the next couple of weeks, which is exciting. I'm sure he's going to be promoting Suicide Squad. Then there was Jonathan's suggestion of what wrestler would get mace nips at the dancing. And of course, course. the winner was, which wrestler would get mace nips at the dancing? So it's like the top three best-looking wrestlers out there. Right? So here we go. I'm going to do it. Number three has to be, he's fell out of the rankings a wee bit, obviously, over the, over the years, a wee bit, but in his youth and all of that, number three, Sean Michaels, heartbreak kid, Sean Michaels. They don't call him the heartbreak kid for nothing. He nearly broke my heart last week when I saw that video footage I'm talking about Alan Shearer. I have never been so emotionally and romantically moved by a man talking about Alan Shearer
3: <laughs> in my life. It was beautiful, wasn't it, great though? He was absolutely stunning. The, the the best I've ever seen the way he looked. Uh, uh, he, um... Hi Do you know what? I was, it's funny because I've been thinking about the JR clip as well. GR was the best I've ever seen him look as well. There was something weird about that. He'd shaved and stuff. Anyway.
1: Number two for me is going to be... This is really, really difficult for me. I'll I'll explain. I'm going to, I'm going to go on. Number two, he's from AEW. is AEW he was and it uh, was an NWA before AEW, and it is Ricky Starks.
3: I know who you're going to see. Is number one,
1: I think Ricky Starks is uh, a great looking, a great looking young man. Uh, I think he's going to be a star. I've got him tipped to be a star, Ricky Stark, and uh, I, I just think. What do you think, of him, John? I know you think Adam Cole is the best looking guy. No,
4: I, well, I, I mean, before you do your number, know, I hope I don't want to put a spoiler, but Roman Reigns is a good looking boy. Yeah. Here, here. Oh. Well, I've
1: got a tie as number one. It's the first time I've ever done this.
2: Oh. It's
1: the first time I've ever had a tie as number one. My number three is the Heartbreak Kid. My number two is Ricky Starks. And the number one best looking wrestler, the wrestler who get the Mason Apps at the dancing, is a tie between. Roman Reigns and Randy Orton.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: I've got Randy Orton up there as well. I mean, Roman Reigns is just. I mean, imagine you look like Roman Reigns. Imagine you got up in the morning, and you went. Imagine you, John, got up in the morning, and went to Clyde to the George Bowie show and walked into that office past all the guys and lassies that are all sitting there on their wee desks and you looked like Roman Reigns exactly amazing. like Roman Reigns it would be amazing how would that feel? how would that feel John how would it feel to walk into George Bowie because you know George Bowie does the tanning and he goes to the gym and all that how would it feel to walk into George Bowie and look down at him inside Roman Reigns'
4: body it would be imagine being in Roman Reigns' body and just like do not I thought it came out wrong but like imagine like you're a guy that looked like Roman Reigns, and like you served on at the co like in the checkouts at the co or you know what I mean. Like, you're clearly getting a comment after the one, you know. I, moment. Oh, I absolutely. If you you're just like look like him, and what what's an everyday job, you know? You wouldn't
1: I'm, though. You wouldn't if you looked like Roman Reigns. You you you, you wouldn't be in an everyday. Nah, job you did, did, if Somebody have, would look at you and go, "You need to be, you need to be some something like where everybody can see every week." You know what I mean?
3: can I can I say something? Mm-hmm. Did, did I ever tell you about the game that I started in TNA that that really got me over with everybody? What right. Was it? I started asking everybody, right? You've got to shag a male wrestler. Geezer top three. No, this started with me, JB, Spud, right? And at first it was like, for fucks, do you know that game went on for about four days and it was the most hilarious <laughs> fucking game. And it was funny, right, because we were all kind of seeing the same guys that like were going, you know, you have to you have to fucking, you have to shag this guy. Who do, who are you picking top three? And it was like the same ones I'm giving it. Hector Garza, yeah, I'd say, um, Mr. Pictacular. He's gorgeous, and I'd say maybe uh who was another one like Robbie E was like a quite a popular one, and it, it was hilarious. I mean, the May series of wrestlers answered this question, right? We made them do it, <laughs> but the fucking best one, right? Because we we'll, wanted we'll to get it was all the same ones, you know what I mean? Maybe like EC3 and Robbie E, and anyway, it was all the same ones, right? And I remember we up to Abyss, and I'm like, right, Abyss you've got to fucking shag three guys in this locker room. Who are you shagging? And straight away he went, Josh Matthews. <laughs> See,
0: like, <laughs> fucking Josh Matthews. <laughs> I
3: think um, you thought about Matthews. it before as well. <laughs> well, like, he was so good. And he, he was so scared seeing it. Josh Matthews. I'm um, <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck get <you> Josh <laughs> Matthews for? It's like, we were all seeing things like, and some folk were putting a funny spin on it, like, oh, you would let fucking... In fact, I'm getting a shrank, It wasn't who you'd fuck; it was who you would let fuck you, right? So people were kind of saying like um, a best man because he would just cuddle you and take care of you and all that kind of thing. But I'm just <laughs> the <way>. Josh Matthews.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, very funny. Listen, I have to say though, that's my top three, but there has to be an honorary mention here, and I didn't want to put it in because I knew you guys would rib me and all that, and you'd be like, oh. Rab fans, he's Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis uh, has to get an honorary mention. I just kept him off because I just, I know he's, he's a married man and all that. I just didn't want to make him feel awkward. That was why I kind of took him off the list. I just, but he, you know, he knows how I feel about him. Uh, so let's see what the punters are saying. Louise says, Jack Jester.
3: Now, hold on. That is a thing you forget about. My big sister has always grown about how good Jester looks. Now, hold on a minute. Uh, I know Jack Jester. <laughs>
1: And Louise has got Jack Jester on her last. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll see. We'll see, right? Louise also said them Miz Dolph Ziggler and EC3. Yeah,
3: ec 3s handsome eyes. Think
1: ec 3s is not for me, man. That's, that's not the kind of look. He's got too yeah. muscly for me, man. That's not the look I'd be into. There's
3: two. Yeah, he's... he was hack it when he had the curly hair as Derek Bateman. But see when he got a current shot for EC3, man, he was looking good. Uh, John says viscera because he's just a love machine. All right.
1: Craig says Bobby Ball before his career in comedy. <laughs> um, Paul says definitely Kevin Nash. Aye, he's. I didn't a even man. think about Big Sexy. Aye, he's a stunning old guy, isn't he? He's a good-looking older man, mm-hmm. and he was listen. He was good lady the locks and all that when he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam says Wardlow all day. Mm-hmm. Sean Innes says The Rock. Need to right. say more he says Jungle Boy's a strap young lad. I assume he's getting Ori attention, uh, at the dancing for the lassies.
3: So, what would you call the British boy that are fucking terrible with names, man? Fuck, like I was in WOS with him. He's a handsome wee guy. No. K- What'd you call him? Kip um, Sabian. Kip Sabian, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, Chrissy likes Big Miro. Mm. Uh, it's too, too manly. Handsome man. Rusev. Ian sure. says Pillman Jr. to get the best mullet. He's a nice looking guy. I, put, I picked that up. And Andy says, could see young Scots superstar oh, Jason Reed getting his so. earst punched with some horny middle aged woman on their second hand do at the Tower Ballroom in Blackpool. Very specific.
3: Handsome red headed fella.
1: Thomas says, it depends on the nightclub who would get the most nips at the dancing. He, he says, Undertaker would <laughs> would get more people nipping him at the cat house. Be Shawn Michaels at Archaos. It'd be Kevin Nash at Cushion. <laughs> Kevin Owens at The Garage. And it'd be Gredo at campus. <laughs> 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 yeah, I love that. And Scott says, Angel Garza. Yep, he is fucking oh. Is up at Toon Disco winching everything, big handsome boy. So he is. <laughs> it's time for another wrestling daft road story. We are wrestlers on the way back for a show, trying to pop each other using your stories that you send in. So let's get in the car and see what you've sent in this time. Let's see what happens when these two veterans get on the road. Mm. Let's start this car up here. Which drive through are we hitting the night, mate? Let's try Wendy's. Yeah, uh, you know, any Chinese run about
3: your bit there? Any good you can recommend? Spicy walk, Malaysian curry, turbo chow mein. Wait a minute. What did you say there? Malaysian curry? It's the end thing. It's new. It's. Brand new, fresh. I need to try that. Need to try that. Right.
1: So, what? Any stories around you can share with
3: me? Let me take you back to about 2004. I was 16, fresh out of school, and I landed myself a week in a Monday to Friday job. Weekend, weekends, we were all about the drinking, chatting up buds. It's the glory years of all young men. Am I right, Rob? Aye. Well. So, one Friday night, I'd just been paid, right? Me and my mate had this magic planned. Consisted. Yeah, munchie bucks. ball a Buck fast. few Beccardi Breezers. FIFA 04 on the Nintendo GameCube came I'm talking about. GameCube mate. So this night, all gone good. Stuffed for the Munchie Box. Half cut and shouting to the telly. Like it's a real game we're watching. Right? So just then I got a phone call. And it would not only change the night. But it would scar me for many a year to come, rap. Mm. Now, another mate and this who's petty in the next scheme, he tells us that there was a few tasty birds there. Alright. No, I wasn't up for it, mate. My belly felt like a barb and bucky. My belly was telling me to stay on the couch, but they twist my aim and off we go down the street. So I get there upon arrival, it turns out the lassie that lived in the flat was notorious and had been texting me for a wee while. But it went a wee bit cold, man. So in we goes, the tunes are on the go, everybody's pushed with not a care in the world. Not a care, mate. Not a care. So I'm in the kitchen, right? I'm talking to my wee mate. And the lassie comes up and stairs, asking, why did no he no text me anywhere? So we shoot the shit for a wee bit, wee while, right? Right. Next thing she asks me to come to her bedroom, and I'm like, Here we go, we're on a winner. Oh, God. Then she says to my mate, You take. Oh. So we both look at each other and we're going, What the fuck? But my mate assures me it's all good and come on. <laughs> so, Fuck me. <laughs> he just read the next one. Really,
1: so, <laughs> John, what the fuck are you?
3: So we all end up in the bed winching. And getting all touchy feely.
1: Is this you, Grey, or is this a guy? Says, this is no
3: uh, me, this is not my story. and So this wee bud gets completely naked and says, We've de tagged him. So a quick rock, paper, scissors later, and he was always winning these. So my mate's up first. The fuck, man. <laughs> Next thing she's pissed off and shouting at my mate. Is he was far too gone and he couldn't rise to the occasion so she invites me for a shot at the title. <laughs> now, at this stage, by the the combination of too much drink, a munchy box and nerves starting to swirl in my head, which ends up in me spewing oil the bed, which leads to her screaming. Everybody piles into the bedroom to see what's going on and it was a total brasser. All the lasses pile in, to console their pal covered in sickness, and one shouts, She's gonna get her big brother done to do us in. So we get out quick smart. Luckily, I was still clothed, but my mate was doing to his big white scants, and his drunken ass couldn't have his clays, so we walk back to his in the middle of the night. I'm covered in sick. He's staggering along the way with need clays on. To tap it off, we go to his street, and he farts and follows through with an eye Steve 292 let's get something straight here tell them Gredo this I don't think this is a platform for folk to tell us about getting their home when they were young
1: 100% absolutely absolutely am I being no I think you're right We listen we, we are, it's difficult for people to understand this, we are pillars of the community, Gredo, right? Have you understand what pillars of the community is, Grado plays golf with fucking Andy Gorham and all that. <laughs> right? Gredo even... is a pillar of the community. <laughs> right? Uh, I am going to be working with Barbara Rafferty, a legendary... Scottish actress this week. We are pillars of the community. We can't be coming on this podcast and reading out your filth. I'm
3: not and going to sleep tonight.
1: It's no. It's just no right. It's just no right. You you need to dig deeper into your psyche and gears you know gay the stories that are really going to tickle us and, and make us laugh. Um, because I
3: think this might impress us.
1: I mean, we are we, are, we are, I know. What I mean, What's going on here? These days of this kind of laddishness is over. Wait, is is Gredo really supposed to stand there on, on a on a putting green? Beside Andy Gorham, beside the Ian Durant's of the world, mm-hmm. and say, I mean, we hear us. He was wearing these big white pants and he'd done a fart and he followed through. And think Gredo didn't ask on impress Ian Durant? Mm. I don't think so.
3: Mm. I don't think so. Oh, go, a bit disgusting, man. Go, a bit, go but it Go me. but
1: if bit. you have a wrestling daft road story, it doesn't have to be into WWE wrestling, which you know, let's be honest, it never is. Just a funny story about your life that will pop us. Drop us a DM on Twitter at wrestling daft or on the Facebook page. And that, that story was from who, Steve 292. Steve 292. Thanks, Steve, for your contribution. That's it's your time for us to pick our listener of the week, Grado, Steve 292. <laughs> <laughs> No, I am gonna. I am gonna put it out there that we should give it to the guy who said um, that. The guy who said in the list of wrestling daft that it depends on the nightclub. Undertaker, of the cat. House, Sean funny. Michael's R. Kevin Ash Cushion. <laughs> Thomas, you are the listener of the week. I am knackered It's been a great show,
3: boss, mate. It's like it, what it, this reminds me when I used to work in the fire service and I'd day the night shift and tell everybody like my fucking you know that way you tell everybody your secrets and that and then you wake up the next day and go fuck why did I do that
1: aye aye exactly exactly it's been one of these shows but it's been
3: you know what we we
1: learned what we learned here Grado we've learned that even when we're knackered right even when we're all knackered all three years we have delivered the greatest wrestling podcast that there is on the internet even knackered uh, so last thing I just want to say make sure to, sh- make sure to check <laughs> out make sure, make sure to check out friend of the show Jeff Jarrett's podcast wow uh, get rave reviews here and I'm going to be catching up this week um, so make sure to check out Jeff's podcast and uh, Grado up, up the road now it's your cell right enough? off up the road John up the road get road. to bed oh. get to bed John and we'll see y'all next week down
0: the line
4: Audio Frontier